1: This is Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge on News Talk 770 Radio, Calgary's breaking news and conversation station. One of the interesting issues that has come out of this election, and I think is not unique or specific to the election itself, but maybe highlighted the problem, the problem of fake news. Now, a lot of people have been calling on Facebook, for example, uh, to crack down on this to adjust their algorithms or make some changes so that fake news sites aren't showing up in people's Facebook feeds and appearing as legitimate news. Uh, Even today, a lot of people were pointing out that on Google News, if you search for stories relating to the the vote count, the popular vote from last week's presidential election, uh, the top site coming up was a fake news site which is claiming that Donald Trump won the popular vote. So maybe people should be taking everything they read online with a grain of salt, but the issue is if this is being portrayed as legitimate news, people are going to believe it and people are going to share it. It sounds like Mark Zuckerberg is concerned enough about this that they're looking into this. They may take some steps to deal with it. Uh, Joining us to talk more about it, please. to welcome the program here today, Philip Bumpy is with The Washington Post, WashingtonPost.com. Good afternoon, Philip. Good afternoon. All right. Well, you wrote about this today and and looking at uh, some of the issues that Google News has been dealing with. So this isn't something that's unique or specific to to Facebook or, or Google.
0: That's exactly right. I mean, it seems to be sort of pervasive throughout social media. Uh, that uh, social media really enables people to uh, seize upon information that they want to hear regardless of the extent to which it happens to be accurate uh, and then share it fairly broadly, and then that sort of is is a self-perpetuating system. I mean, I think it's certainly the case that Facebook could do more and Google in this case certainly could do more to prevent those things from being flagged as reputable sources in the first place. Uh, But that's really the crux of the problem as it stands right now.
1: Now, is it just about getting clicks, or is part of this ideology, are people spreading fake news stories for political reasons, or is it just about duping people to get clicks on websites?
0: It's a mixture of both, right? So we've seen over the course of this election cycle that a lot of folks are sharing uh, untrue news about Donald Trump in particular uh, for a variety of reasons. A lot of it is driven by support for Donald Trump. A lot of it is driven by the fact that Donald Trump uh, reinforces uh, that you know falsehoods can be spread by spreading his own falsehoods and by undercutting the traditional media. Uh, but there certainly is also an, an ecosystem and an economic system uh, whereby people create these fake news sites just to get attention so that people click through to their sites and get, uh, they can get some ad revenue. There's actually a group of kids that BuzzFeed reported on out in Macedonia that set up all these fake news sites with very pro-Trump news uh, and have been raking in money from advertising as a result of it.
1: Well, and there's been a few like that. There was one that went viral a few months ago, a story that said the Pope had endorsed Donald Trump. I, I see right. there's one today that um, that is trending today, has had 10,000 shares in the last six hours. It's from something called AmericanNews.com, where it says Denzel Washington backs Trump in the most epic way possible. But it's all entirely <laughs> made up, but people are, are going nuts over it.
0: Right. You know, I mean, this is the 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 question for these kids in Macedonia is the same question uh, that Facebook has, which is how you get people to come to your system and engage with what you are doing. Uh, and, you know, Facebook is not intentionally spreading this bad news or this fake news, uh, but it's not really doing anything to prevent it. And one of the things that we saw over the course of the past year is that Facebook uh, ha- used to have editors that would edit out you know, in the in the trending news topics, they take things that were obviously fake out of the mix. Uh, but then they switched to an algorithm, and the algorithm wasn't able to spot the fake news as readily. Uh, and so Facebook has had this recurring problem of fake news spreading. But again, you know, it's the same economic motivation. Facebook wants people to be engaged. They want people there. They want people clicking on stuff. And that, in and of itself, reinforces that people are going to be sharing fake, fake news.
1: It seems like there's a bit of a dilemma for Facebook because, you know, on the one hand, I, the user, if I want to link to something that I want to share and share with my friends, I don't know that Facebook should take that away from me. And I think Facebook, you know, they've been criticized in the past for maybe being biased or downplaying conservative news or conservative websites. And you get the sense that they're still hesitant for for those reasons.
0: Yeah, I think that's right. I mean, I think that there was a lot of blowback after this issue of the editors weeding things out came to light. And part of the problem is that it tends to be more conservative news outlets or news stories that are the ones that are spreading misinformation. And that's something that, I mean, again, going back to these kids in Macedonia, they tried doing this with all the different candidates, but it was only with Trump folks that they actually found that people were sharing the fake information. So this is actually, there is some overlap between the conservative news ecosystem in the United States, and uh, the fake news ecosystem as well. Uh, and, you know, people can speculate on that however they want to. But uh, Facebook, yes, they want people to share information to the extent they can. The question really is the extent to which Facebook helps surface this stuff in the trending news thing on the side and just within people's own news feed. Obviously, they have an algorithm that, that uh, determines what gets shown on people's home pages. And should fake news be part of that is, is part of the question. Right.
1: Well, and it's not, I mean, Mark Zuckerberg has, has addressed this, and it sounds like they're, they're going to attempt to, to deal with it. Google News, on the other hand, uh, I mean, Google News is supposed to be there as, you know, to, to aggregate actual news sites. So we would expect that something like, you know, today's example, this thing called 70 News, whatever that is, uh-huh. uh, how is that ending up in Google's algorithm?
0: Well, part of the problem is that Google decided they wanted to expand outward the number of sources they use. It's not clear why the 70 news wound up in the mix, perhaps because it's based on WordPress, and so part of Google's algorithm rewards that. But, you know, it sort of, to some extent, goes back to the whole uh, question of, is blogging journalism that we saw, you know, 10 years ago in in, in the web uh, discussion? And Google's decided to err a little bit more on the side of... People who run their own blogs can be counted as news sources, but the problem is that makes it easier for less well-vetted media outlets and or websites to actually get into the mix, and I think that's what we're seeing today.
1: Well, there's concern because, I mean, I think it underscores the importance of, of actual journalism. Uh, and I think there's a real fear if people are, are skeptical or cynical uh, about the state of journalism, that they're going to turn to so-called alternative news sites. Uh, and and I think we can see the, the potential harm of that.
0: Yeah, no, I, I think that's probably true. And, I, you know, I mean, it's, it's hard to say. I mean, it's. It's very hard to figure out how you create a system that can quietly promote information uh, that is from reputable news sources without sussing out what people consider a reputable news source as well, right? I mean, I work for the Washington Post. I would like to think the Washington Post is a reputable news source. (laughs) A lot of folks who have had inculcated in them that the Washington Post is not a reputable news source should not be something that is uh, considered a, a reasonable part of any conversation, of something like Fox News or some even more far right conservative outlet in the United States. Uh, and I think that those decisions that are being made overlap with a lot of other cultural issues uh, that people are, are, are sort of struggling with.
1: Well, and so in the meantime, uh, w- what advice would you have to people who are, are legitimately trying to discern between the, the phony and the real as, as they go through their Facebook feed or they go through Google News? Um, w- what steps can people take to... Double check what they're reading, or avoid some of these these fake sites.
0: Well, I think one thing, obviously, is if you've never heard of it before, uh, to be skeptical of it. I mean, there are a lot of websites out there now, uh, and you know, a lot of them people haven't really heard of. A lot of these fake news sites, though, are starting to adopt names that sound like actual uh, journalistic outlets. Like there's a, I think it was called the Denver Guardian, that was a fake thing that was purporting to be a newspaper in Denver. Uh, but if you've never heard of the Denver Guardian, if you have heard of the New York Times. I would err on the side of the New York Times, for example. Uh, But beyond that, I think that if something sounds too good to be true, like this Denzel Washington thing, like the Pope endorsing Donald Trump, be skeptical and do a Google search for any other outlets that might be reporting the same thing. If you don't find any, it's probably not true.
1: Yeah, great point. Uh, More at WashingtonPost.com. Philip, thanks so much for joining us here today. Appreciate it. My pleasure. All right. That's uh, Philip Bump. Uh, he writes for The Washington Post, WashingtonPost.com. He's got a piece today uh, on this, this issue of um, some of these problems with these fake websites. Now, there were those who legitimately tried to pose as other news sites. And you may have seen this where it looks like it's a report like from ABC News. But it's actually ABCNews.com.co. So it's easy for mischief makers on the Internet to design a site that's meant to look like a legitimate news site. and almost makes it seem like the website itself is legitimate. So if you ever see anything that's .com, .co, it's not real. But I think the point he made is valid that, you know, unless a news agency or news outlet is claiming that they've got an exclusive, we've got the story, nobody else has it. It's going to be reported elsewhere. If Denzel Washington has come out and he's given a a firebrand pro-Trump speech, all kinds of news sites are going to have that. It's not just going to be one weird, random, obscure website you never heard of. If the Pope has officially endorsed a presidential candidate, same thing. That's going to be covered all over the place. So I think there are ways to to double-check some of these stories. And oftentimes people can't be bothered to double-check, or people don't want to. Sometimes, you know, as as Philip said, it's too good to be true. It it conforms with what you want to be true. And so people share it. Uh, There was the point about the, the Denver Guardian that he made. There was a story going around supposedly from a Denver newspaper that an FBI agent who was involved in investigating Hillary was found dead. And there it is, the Denver Guardian, called itself Denver's oldest news source. Denver's a city. A lot of newspapers call themselves the Guardian. That's a newspaper name. The Denver Guardian sounds legit. There's even a website, denverguardian.com. But there is no Denver Guardian. Denverguardian.com was first registered as a domain in July of this year. Uh, but people were spreading it, right, because it seemed legit. It seemed like it was from an actual newspaper. And it fit with a certain narrative that, that some people wanted to believe. You know, right? That Hillary's evil, that uh, people are turning up dead who were in a foul of Hillary Clinton. This email thing is huge. And, wow, look, this FBI agent is dead. It's shocking. It's crazy. Oh, my God, this could tip the election, et cetera. All right. got to take a break here. We're going to come back. Some more thoughts on this. We'll talk a bit about Keystone XL, And what our premier had to say about the potential of that pipeline getting approved by the aforementioned Donald Trump. We're back with more right after this. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge, starting at 1230 on News Talk 770 Calgary.